listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Lord be with you. And A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, To you who hear, I say, Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. To the person who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other one as well. And from the person who takes your cloak, do not withhold even your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you, and from the one who takes what is yours, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. For if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners and get back the same amount. But rather, love your enemies and do good to them, and lend expecting nothing back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High. For he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful as your Father is merciful. Stop judging and you will not be judged. Stop condemning and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, packed together, shaken down and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Um, may the Lord give you peace. There's an oddity with the... Um, the microphone and the sound system, when I'm standing here, I get the impression it's not on and you can't hear me. And so then I go louder and louder and then I lose my voice. So you can hear me in the back or? It's over there, you can hear? Okay, it is working. So I'll try not to yell at you. <laughs> Welcome everyone. Um, so good to see you all here. This is Holy Ground, the Shrine of Our Lady. We want everyone to feel welcome. Brothers and sisters, the readings today are a little challenging. Anybody feel it? Yes. <laughs> Whoa! Um, there's, there's a saying that many people often say, and I don't quite know who coined it, but I love it. Um, and it, it goes like this, that our faith, uh, the gospel of Jesus, the, the Catholic Christian faith, our faith comforts the afflicted and afflicts the comfortable. Both. And uh, in the book of Revelation, Jesus is described as having a sword coming out of his mouth. The sword is the word of God. And we're told that the sword is two-edged. It cuts this way and this way. You know, we both get comfort and affliction from the Lord. Okay, and this is one of those passages where Jesus sets a very high standard. And he's, he's kind of saying, you know, be good to those who are good to you. Well, kind of everybody does that. What, what's that? But if you will be my disciple, if you would believe in me, if you would be my follower, I'm calling you to something higher. I'm calling you to something more difficult, to love your enemies. 
and do good to those who persecute you. And boy, those Fatima children are great examples of that, huh? If you go back and revisit that story of what happened with the Fatima children, they suffered. And some people are like, I like, um, some people have told me, I like Our Lady of Lords better than Our Lady of Fatima, because at Fatima, things were kind of intense, right? It's all this vision of hell and the angel with the flaming swords crying to the earth, penance, 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 and then Jacinta and Francisco and Lucia doing penances and praying for sinners, and, and um, it's kind of intense, you know? But then we remember that even in Lourdes, the Virgin Mary told St. Bernadette, I don't promise you happiness in this life, but in the next. And she invited St. Bernadette to do penance as well. So it's the same Virgin Mary, it's the same message, and it's challenging. It's challenging. Um, and why is it challenging? Well, because we like comfort, don't we? <laughs> that's our default. We like comfort. Um, the path of least resistance, that's our default. And um, because of our human nature, which is good, <laughs> our human nature is good, but it's fallen, it's wounded because of original sin. Um, so uh, we, we struggle. We struggle, don't we? We struggle. And um, we may have moments when we feel frustration. It's like, wow, this is hard. This is not easy, you know, to do the right thing. To struggle against our sinfulness can be difficult. And um, I think something, um, I'm going to call something out. Um, forgive me if you're feeling judged by what I'm about to say. I think that this dynamic is even more difficult because we're growing up in a culture of comfort. We don't even realize it. It's like the air that we breathe, our environment, like modern life. In our, in our modern life, we have comforts like humanity has never seen before in history. You know, um, and so there's a formation of comfort that we all have. Um, and then it makes it hard when we need to struggle. It makes it hard when the, um, the price of following Jesus is difficult. And so here we are. Here we are being challenged. And uh, I want to share with you two, two events from my own life where the Lord gave me a grace because I'm also struggling. I'm also struggling. Um, I'll never forget it. I was giving a youth retreat in Franklin, Tennessee, just outside of Nashville. And um, I had a moment of prayer and in the moment of prayer, I received a grace. I received a light. And um, it's like the Holy Spirit revealed something to my conscience that I had been blind to up until that point. And um, I immediately went to confession, which I can talk about because I was the one going to confession. Okay. Priests do not hear their own confession, right? There's no sitting in front of the mirror. How long has it been? You know. <laughs> Or your penance, go get some ice cream. No, no. <laughs> Can't do that. Okay. So I went to confession, and I'll never forget it. I confessed to the priest that I had been, I had been desiring a life without the cross. And I was, even, I was blind to that. But it was revealed to me that in many different ways, often little ways, but in many different ways, I had been desiring a life without suffering, a life without the cross. I had been secretly longing for an easier life, 
a life without drama, a life without suffering, a life without difficulties. And I felt the Holy Spirit convict me of that as a sin. You know? And uh, I'm so grateful for that. And uh, that was not the only time I confessed that. I've confessed it again. Okay. It's a journey. It's a journey. Um, so we struggle. Um, and so we ask God for his mercy. And now the second story is uh, a little more kind of personal and a little so allow me to be uh, vulnerable with you. I think it's important for you to know that even your priests are not perfect and priests are people too and priests struggle and you know we we give God's mercy but we also need God's mercy. Um, so I had this memory this morning when I was praying over these readings and I was remembering back to the early days when I had joined the Franciscan Friars in the Bronx. I had moved out to New York City from small town Indiana where I had grown up and uh, the Lord had led me, or so I thought, to leave it all behind to follow Jesus, um, like the rich young man in the gospel, and then to um, go to the inner city. So my community, our headquarters is in the Bronx. We live and work amongst the poor and our, our founders were Capuchin Franciscans. They were very much inspired by Mother Teresa, who's also a hero of mine. I got to meet her a few times. That's a story for another day. And so there I was, joined the Franciscans, uh, just graduated college, I'm a young man, and uh, I'm really, really excited. And then there's the day when you're not excited anymore. <laughs> and it's tough, right, Brother Peter? Brother Peter's here, it's hard. He joined my time too, so we're, we're kind of the old guys now. Um, and I had this struggle See, when you join a religious order, you're, you're in for about seven years before you make your lifetime commitment. So you have seven years to live it and really pray and discern, is this what God is, God is calling me to? And I had a moment, I won't call it a crisis because the word crisis feels a little too strong, but I had a moment of struggle and I thought, you know, maybe I'm not called to be here and be a Franciscan friar in the Bronx in the inner city. Maybe I'm not. And uh, the reason why I was thinking that is because there were so many things about the life that I found kind of uncomfortable and things that were challenging me. <laughs> I was being challenged by this way of life. And uh, the biggest challenge out of all of them was my selfishness, my attachment to comfort, and also I was missing my family. My family is back in Indiana. God calls me not to get married and have my own family. So I really, really, really love my family. I grew up in, but, and I'm far away from them. And um, that was a struggle. And I struggled with that for a while. And it was getting close to where I needed to make my decision. Am I going to make my final vows? Am I going to commit myself to Jesus in this way for life? Or as sometimes the brothers say, I got a life sentence. Okay. <laughs> And I was in the chapel in our friary in Harlem. And I was wrestling like Jacob with the angel. I was wrestling, wrestling with the Lord. And um, I think it's worth noting, it did not feel good. It did not feel good. I want to admit that. And in the midst of the struggle, I cried out to the Lord. And I said, Lord, I was able to kind of articulate my struggle in this way. Lord, I don't know if you're calling me here. This doesn't feel like home. And 
And the Lord spoke to me in my heart. This earth is not your home. <laughs> Christianity 101. This is not our home. Heaven. It says in the, the letter to the Hebrews, our citizenship is above in heaven. And when the Lord spoke that to me, it changed. I knew that I was called to be a friar. I knew that, that I was called to follow Jesus in this way. And I knew that the struggle and the difficulty and the pain and the frustration was good. It was good and it changed. The, the struggle didn't go away, but I changed. So after that, when I started having feelings like this is not my home, I got joyful. That's right, Father Luke. This is not your home. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the struggle. And when I get a moment where I don't get my own way, oddly, I feel joyful. Thank you, Lord. You know, I guess my vow of obedience does help, you know, like finally not getting my own will. And when I'm uncomfortable, particularly because Jesus' teachings are challenging, I feel joyful. Thank you. You're calling me higher. Jesus is trying to bring the best out of us. A life of holiness. And that in this way, we can be a witness in this world. And that is certainly the message of Fatima. That is certainly the example of today's saints, Jacinta and Francisco. These little children put us to shame, don't they? They were so on fire for God, literally, spiritually on fire. And so we give thanks to the Lord for the struggle. We give thanks to the Lord for the, the, um, the call to pick up the cross daily and follow and to um, struggle. St. Paul talks about Jesus being the new Adam today in the second reading. A great description of the spiritual life is the journey from the old Adam to the new Adam. St. Paul would say, take off the old man, the man of sin, the man of the flesh, and put on the new man, the man of Christ, life in the spirit, the Holy Spirit, a life that is based off of love and even sacrificial love. Right? I always tell people the heart is not a good symbol for love. It's the cross. The cross is the best symbol of love. And Jesus invites us to follow him. And so uh, to conclude, here's the good news. When our faith puts us in an uncomfortable place, when we're in a situation where we feel like we're over our head, we feel like I can't do this, you take a breath, you say a prayer. It's like, I can't do this, but with God, God's help, I can. God can do it through me, right? We need his grace, but his grace is there. Jesus isn't gonna call us to do something and then not help us. He will help us, but it takes a life of prayer. It takes a life of docility and openness to allow that grace to come as we struggle to live lives of virtue. And we struggle to be a light in the darkness in this dark and confused world, a world that needs the light now more than ever before. And that is the light of the Holy Spirit who will shine through us as we strive to follow Jesus. Amen. Amen. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. Saints Jacinta and Francisco, pray for us. Amen.
been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. Thank you.